Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back. Man, oh, man. A good night to be in the cafe tonight for sure, man, because it is crazy outside. Mother Nature has told us who's in charge. That is for sure. I'm telling you, man. I think when I went out to my vehicle this morning to go to work, the temperature was six. Six. Oh, my goodness, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it, and I think it's going to be that cold again tonight. But anyway, we're here in the nice, warm cafe hanging out. Thank you so much for taking time and joining us. And uh, I normally introduce my co-host at this point, Ryan Copenhaver, but Ryan is out on assignment. His assignment is taking care of business at his work. Uh, so we gotta uh, got to make, make sure we make room for our jobs, folks. But we miss Ryan. It's always a better show when he's here, uh, but we'll have him back next week. In the meantime, I am so lucky. I've got Ted and Ed, Ted Barker and Ed Schuster, and they are the dynamic duo Barker and Schuster. You guys have heard us talk about them here on the show, and they're right here at our studio this evening. Guys, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Oh, Thanks, man. man. Be here. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to make your way out here. Appreciate that so much. And uh, we're going to find out everything that's going on with you guys, and uh, and you're shaking off the cold as well, too, right? Yes, we yeah. are. <laughs> well, guys, before we get started with, with what you got going on, I'm going to run through this menu a little bit, let everybody know what's going on. So, folks, grab a pen and paper if you would. And go out and support some local music this weekend. Going to start at Tally Ho, like always, our friends Dave and Chris over there. Um, on the 19th Friday night, they got Hair Metal, and that's spelled H-E-R-R, which is kind of cool. Hair Metal. And that's going to be on Friday. On Saturday is Girlfriend in a Coma. And that's a Morrissey and the Smiths Band tribute. That's a great name, isn't it? Yeah, really. Girlfriend. That's pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I love the, the, the names people come up with. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, Hollywood Casino on the 26th, that's next weekend, or weekend after next, next weekend, uh, is going to be The Man in Black. Once again, that's Sean Barker. Uh, he brings his show into Hollywood Casino, and it's a great way to go out and re- uh, check out what Johnny Cash would have looked like. He recreates Johnny Cash uh, almost to a T. And so definitely, uh, if you're a Man in Black fan, check that out. Go grab some tickets and make it out to Hollywood Casino. Bear Chase Brewery over on the mountain. On the 18th, Thursday night, which is tomorrow night, it's going to be Nick Mitch. And Nick, I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. It looks like Mitch. I hope it is. Um, the 19th is Mackenzie Ryan. Uh, on the early show on the 20th on Saturday is Pete Lapp. And the late part of the evening is none other than our best friend here, Kimberly Burke. Uh, Kimberly joined us about four or five shows ago, and she's uh, out there killing it again. And we, we wish her the best. Make sure you go out and say hi to her and buy her a beer. She'd like that, too. And then on Sunday, they've got Josh Souter, which is pretty cool. Ted, have you guys ever played over there? Have you played at Bear Chase yet? No, no. We oh, man, you guys would kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely love to get in. we got to get you guys over there. They would yeah. love you guys over there for sure. Um, box Office Brewery on the weekend. It's pretty full. They're always busy down there. On Friday night, is Scott Sanford and the Wichita Falls Band. And then on Saturday night, our friend Robbie Lyman is going to be there. And it's going to be Robbie by himself playing solo, but he's still great that way too, folks. Uh, so make sure you can check him out and stop by and say hi to Robbie. Uh, the Troubadour on Friday night has Dylan Wolfel, and that's what they're advertising. Dylan's been there a bunch lately, so I don't know if it's a, if a thing where they're postponing the show or what it's going on, but they've got listed Dylan again. So, man, you can never get enough Dylan. Go see him. Buy him a bush light like always if you would. <laughs> uh, on Q Sports Bar over in Front Royal, man, they've got a busy weekend, and we're talking to them about doing a show over there too. They've got a lot going on. Friday night, this is going to be our friend Ryan Jewell. Ryan and I text each other once in a while. He's doing good. He's a busy guy going back and forth between here and Nashville and doing all kinds of crazy things. And so he's uh, he's going to be showing up on the 19th Friday night at On Q. And then on Saturday night is the DBX Band. And that's one I don't recognize. Do you know, don't know Ted, Ed? Don't you guys, know you haven't heard no. them either, right? Uh, but I'm sure they're great because On Q only books really good acts. So go by and see uh, see some music there this weekend. Piccadilly Public House on Friday night has our friend Brian Stutzman. Uh, and then also on Saturday night is going to be Acoustic Soul. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun to go down and see Piccadilly this week. It's going to be cold, but hey, it'll be on the back porch. They've got the heaters on, so it'll be great. Bright Box Theater uh, has got a busy week this weekend. Weekend, I should say, this weekend as well. Uh, the 19th, it's going to be Lindsay Lou with Griffin Williams Sherry. And that's sort of a country rockabilly act that they have down there. And on Saturday is Tim Gooden and the Blue Gems, along with our friend Bren, Brennan Edwards. I haven't seen Brennan in a while. I usually cross paths with him. I haven't seen him regularly, so it's good to hear he's going to be local. 
and uh, you guys can go out and see him too. I got to talk about the Bright Box just for a second. I had the great fortune of being able to get down there this past weekend. I checked out my friends um, hanging out with them, but I checked out my friends caressing steel, uh, a tribute to the music of Rush, and I had an absolute fabulous time down there. It was just so much fun. You, you guys have been down there, I'm sure, haven't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. It's a lot of fun, right, Ted? Yeah, and caressing uh, steel is great. Uh, they are. They're so good. And and uh, it was just a lot of fun. There was It was sort of a class reunion. There was a lot of folks down there that I either went to school with or graduated right around me or I hadn't seen for a while, so it was sort of kind of like getting back with a bunch of friends together again. And uh, it was just a great time. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it. Terry's got some tragedy in, in his life right now, Terry Oates. So if you would, folks, just keep him in your prayers. Play, pray for his good spirits because there's nobody else better than Terry Oates, I'm going to tell you. He's one of the nicest guys around, and he is uh, he's always there for somebody uh, for to help somebody. So right now he needs our prayers, needs our thoughts, so make sure you uh, – you, know, you do that for him, if you would, please. Uh, Backseat Bar and Grill, they're going to be busy this weekend. On Friday night, we uh, got the band Sozzled. Uh, that's Russell Orndorff's band, I believe it is, and so that should be a lot of fun. I hear good things about them. I haven't seen them yet. And then on Saturday night, is Foreign Company, and I saw Foreign Company. They opened up for Slaughter in the event center back about three months ago, and it was a lot of fun. They were good, so it'll be a good chance to go check them out. And obviously, from their name, they do Foreigner, and they do Bad Company songs, so it's kind of kind of good blend there. Blue Fox Bar and Grill on the Friday night have a, a three-act night, and it includes Heart Bent, Angel Abyss, and Lost Caverns. Um, harder edge bands, but definitely a lot of fun, so go check out Blue Fox. And then Steve reached out to me from another fine mess. we got to make sure we give them a, a woohoo because uh, they're such good supporters of the show. They're playing Friday night at Spanky's Shenanigans down in Leesburg. Uh, from 8 to 12. Have you guys been there? That's another way we got to get you in there. Not in a long time. <laughs> Man, that's a cool place. Down on the east end, that, folks, if you've never been there, it's on the east end of the where Seven leaves the city on the other end, and it's a uh, you know, shopping mall on the left-hand side. Great place there. Stop in and, and make sure you support another fine mess. Uh, the Mission Road Duo is traveling this weekend. They're in South Carolina, Hopkins, South Carolina, as a matter of fact. And uh, uh, they're going to be playing at the O'Kelly's Bar and Grill uh, Christina and and uh, oh my gosh, Elliot are going to be there. Sorry, Elliot, I almost forgot your name for a second. Uh, going to be there on Saturday night. So make sure you, uh, if you can't get to so- Hopkins, South Carolina, make make sure you give them a shout out on social media and reach, wish them the best. And I think that's everything I got except for I have my trivia question that we do every time during the show. So. Uh, Last week, they knocked it out of the park. It was an easy one, and they got it right away, and, and, and emails come to me. It's like, oh, man, your questions are a little bit too hard. They're a little bit too too obscure or whatever. So now I, I lightened up on them, and they knocked it out of the park. So I don't know what to do here. So this one is not a real hard one either, I don't think, uh, but it uh, it is a Beatles question. And the question is, what was the last Beatles song that hit number one on the Billboard's Top 100? What was the last one? Do you remember by any chance it? No. no, you're throwing your hands up. <laughs> How about you, Ted? You got that thinking cap on. I can see. I'm gonna say, let it be. Man, that's a good guess. You're in the right area. You know, I will. I'll give you that little bit of a hint. But that's not actually the right one. Uh, but that you're in the right uh, sort of uh, area as far as their music uh, story is. So you know, we'll definitely get to that at the end of the, end of the show. All right, folks, that's it. Lots to do. So make sure you get out and support some local music if you would. We've got Ted and Ed Barker and Schuster are with us. Man, I tell you, you guys are busy, like a lot. And, and you were talking about when you came in earlier, what's it like to be the Barker and Schuster duo right now? What, what all is happening? I, well, it's great. Yeah. Um, you know, when we started off, um, we played our first gig in 2018. Um, we, we actually got together through a friend of ours who pulled us together into his band to play a reunion, the oh, nice. 2014 Clark County High School reunion. Cluster, wow. Cluster reunion. Cluster, yeah, all, this, all the graduating classes of the 70s. Um, nice. He's a close friend of both of us, and uh, he pulled us into to the band and said, hey, would you, you know, do this gig uh, with me? And it was Pariah, because Pariah played in Clark County High School. Wow, yeah. yeah. So we said, sure, Ted and I... We didn't know we knew each other then. Um, <laughs> we found out later, and we f- keep finding out that we've crossed paths over the years um, and, and didn't realize it. But we 
I remember one day at practice, I just went up to Ted and said, hey, you know, I play acoustic guitar because I was playing sax and flute right. uh, for that gig. And he said, yeah, I'd love to. So we just, we kind of got together just informally, you know, sitting around and we realized that we both liked a lot of music and a huge variety. Yeah. And from, from the classic rock through the 90s alternative, we've, we've I think, Ted's introduced more songs and artists to me than I have to him because he <laughs> he's got this you know knowledge of of music um, that's incredible. But uh, we found that we we love playing music. Yeah, um, we love to just we really like to entertain people. We like when we play a gig. We really want to make sure that you know we hope they leave feeling good. Right. Because right. we talked yep. about when we've gone to concerts, you know, leaving the concert sometimes we just felt good. Yeah. We want to do the same for people. Uh, we have a good time. Um, if folks say we sound, you know, pretty good, so we're working on that. Yeah, we like being a little different. As in, okay, uh, I I play woodwinds, so we're introducing that. So there's two of us. Um, Ted plays both acoustic and electric guitar. Right, right, and, okay. And he's just phenomenal on both. So um, it started with just a friend saying, "Hey, come, let's come together," and it just started to grow from there. Um, it's is, been it's been great and phenomenal growth of uh, <clears throat> a friendship, yeah, yeah. and um, and a building of songs and song list. So it's been it's been really good. Well, I've seen the song list, which is really impressive, <laughs> and I got a sneak peek at your music uh, before we did the show and a little sound check, so I can verify, folks, they're really good. Don't let them sell themselves short. That's for sure. Ted, man. So what are you a are you local guy? You grew up around here. What, what's uh, up? Yeah, I'm from Berryville. Are you really? I, I, we've we've lived in Winchester for many years. I spent two years in Connecticut back in the '80s. But yeah, is that right? How did uh, your music start in your life? Like when you were young, how, how uh, did it all go? I remember. I had, remember we had these little transistor radios. I had yeah. this little black transistor radio, and I heard the Beatles on an AM station cool. out, out of Charlotte or Chicago. Who knows? Where. And it was, uh, I want to hold your hand. And then not long after that, I heard, uh, she loves you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm hooked. And then came Mick and Keith and yeah, satisfaction. And, yeah. And, and that, that got it started. And then, uh, I just, I've always loved music and the, I always say like 68 to 73, those were the sweet spot years for me, you know, uh, Zeppelin and Pink yeah. Floyd and Deep Purple, Mountain, you know, just yeah. Jimi Hendrix and just on and on. I've, I've left a bunch out. America, Doobie Brothers, yeah. Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. And I've seen almost all of them. <laughs> but uh, that that's what got it going for me. And uh, I was a little lost in the 80s. With all due respect, I, I love uh, Chrissy Hine and the Pretenders sure. and Tom Petty and Toto. But the 80s were a little bit of a lost decade for me musically. And then when the 90s came, Stone Temple Pilots, yes. Soundgarden, yes. Uh, uh, Alice in Chains. But also, I'm really into the 90s alternative stuff. Like, And as many of my friends know, <laughs> apologies, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Toad, there you go, yeah, yeah. Huge Toad yeah. fan. And uh, yeah. Gin Blossoms and the Meat Puppets and on and on. I mean, just... Yeah. And to me, that that '90s music brought back a lot of the '60s and '70s melodies. Just, just I don't know, you could see the Im- yeah. influence in the yeah. '90s stuff. So I just, and a lot of my good friends, except Ed. <laughs> Ed Ed's, Ed's different, but I mean, a lot of them were kind of like they, they just, and it's fine. It's listen to '70s stuff, but yeah. you know. And, I, and a little, I'll finish my sermon in a minute. No. But the good. other thing is, and you know this, and a lot of the people that you've had on your show know this, a lot of people like to listen to the hit off the album. But I'm telling you, you go into a lot of these albums of these bands, there's a lot of good music in there that you never heard because some record company executive didn't think it would be a hit. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. So when Ed and I started out playing together, oh, yeah, let's do this deep cut from Al Stewart and all this... We're like, well, even nobody knows that stuff, right? So we kind of move to doing music that people know for the most part. But then we throw in yeah. Welcome to the Machine by yeah. Pink Floyd yes. and stuff like that, you know. And then then you see somebody stand up and go, Yeah, you know, <laughs> and maybe most of the crowd doesn't know the song, but you see three or four people going, Yeah, <laughs> you know. We love doing that. And there's the occasional person that when Toad Toad's song is is one of them that uh, they never heard that song before, and they go, "Oh, I like that yeah, one." And yeah. it's like, "Yes, that's yeah. what we want to do." Kind of, 
and that you know again we we try to we do try to cover a lot of you know known musicians yeah. known uh, groups um bands if they translate well into you know two guitars um we'll, we'll try to cover them but again we um we really are trying to just play music we enjoy a like I said, a lot of music. But if there's somebody out there, they've never heard the song, and they come up and they go, I like that. Who does that? Yeah. Those are good songs. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lost art there, right, Ted, what you're talking about. I mean, I don't want to go off too far on that. But, you know, when we were growing up, you know, we're all similar in age. You bought an album. You listened to the album. You know, you yeah. gave it all a try. Yeah. You, know, you may not like them all, but you gave them all a try. Nowadays, it, it's a la carte. You, you buy a song, whatever you yeah. like. And I, young people don't understand that art of putting on an album and finding out what's on it. And that was sort of a way that, you know, the artist would take you on a journey. Right. I don't want to get too philosophical, but that's what it was. That's we, what it was. You lose something. Like I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. I was like, I want to sit down and listen to Robin Trower, Bridge of Size all the way through. Yeah. Not just one song, but I mean, there, there's something about, you know, Dark Side of the Moon and, and whatever, you know, it's like a, a concept almost. Yeah. And concept. Of, okay, so, yeah. And yeah. You, you miss something. Mm-hmm. We, we've moved away from that album experience. It I seems agree. To me, but, yeah. And being able to read the album, we've talked about it on the show many oh, yeah. times. You, know, you read the album, read the, you pull out the sleeves. Hopefully, oh, yeah. it, hopefully it has yeah. words. And yeah. it's just, it, it was an amazing thing when you bought an album back in the day. Tell me about Ted musically. Um, you know, you when you were young, when did you pick up your first instrument? How did that start for you? I don't know how old I was, but I took guitar lessons from Harry Guyman and Steve Rittenauer at GNM Music yeah. on Boscowan Street. Yes, I remember that. And uh, I don't know, 11, I'm not sure how old I was. And then I just kind of moved away from it. And Did you? Played a little bit of football and, and uh, got into other things. And then um, I guess when I later on when I became a teenager, got in high school, I started playing bass guitar. Yeah. Never really got into any real active bands, but we jammed a lot and we, you know, fooled around a lot. And and then I put away the bass, I guess, probably when I was in college and started playing six string, electric six string. And off and on over the years, I kind of threw myself at my my career for a lot of years. Right. And then, as Ed said, about 10 years ago when Ron Baker reached out to us and uh, talked to our old friend, our late dear friend Butch Price, uh, was a bass player and brought him back in. And uh, Butch and I are kind of like, yeah, I guess we can learn how to play again. <laughs> and uh, it's just been a nonstop journey uh, for the last 10 years, ever it, since. It, yeah. It's it, all Ron's fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rekindled that fire. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yes, right? he did. That's yeah. very yeah, cool. No, he did. And we were forever grateful to Absolutely. him for that. That's so cool. Yeah. Were, you, were, you, were you apprehensive when you first went back? And yeah. You, yeah. How'd you feel about that? Um, well, you know, it's funny because about two years before that at Thanksgiving, uh, the guys were all in town and uh, you weren't available for this, but we got together and had a jam session. And another late friend of ours, dear friend, uh, Gary Carlisle, who just passed away uh, yeah. early last year, um, we, we went to his house and we had a big jam session. It went went very well, and I really hadn't gotten ready for it, but I was able to, you know, get through it. And I think that got them to thinking about, well, maybe, maybe we get Ted involved the next time we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but, but then when Ron convinced us, in late thirteen, that uh, to do this, I was like, you know, yeah, I'm in my mid fifties. What the hell, you know? <laughs> give it a try. So <laughs> that's cool. So we just did crash and burn, and and we and we lived. We were geographically challenged because we were living, you know, Richmond, uh, Tennessee. We were all over the place. Oh wow, yeah, okay. So Excel spreadsheets with everybody's, you know. Yeah. Here's the song. Ed's singing this one. Uh, Ted's doing this, and you know, and everybody would practice independently and wow. come together, and and it worked. We we, yeah. we pulled it off with about six practices, I think, something yeah. like that. So yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm so glad. That, yeah, what a great idea that was. Ed, I'm going to do the same thing to you. I got to find out how it all, where you where you grew up at, how it started for you. Tell me the stuff about Ed. Well, I, I grew up in Northern Virginia. Did you? Yeah, okay. Fairfax County, and. Um, Came up to Winchester in 71 to go to Shenandoah. Okay. Uh, I was a music major. Yeah. Um, and I majored in oboe, which I haven't played in years. Um, but that's how I was playing woodwinds. I started playing guitar when I was about 10 years old. Nice. Um, and I hate to almost admit it, but 
my, my dad was a real Lawrence Welk fan. Yeah, so and was my dad. I, yeah. I don't know who the guitar player was, but he played Night Riders in the Sky. <laughs> and um, yeah. we, we at, at home, my dad, at Saturday night, we had to watch. Sure. You know, yeah. there's just the one TV, black and white. We had to watch that show. So I heard that, and my dad would record it. So he'd play it the next day, and I heard it again. I'm going, I want to play guitar. Um, I didn't start until my dad was in the military stationed in Germany. And so my parents said, sure, let's find some guitar lessons. Uh, and we lived, we lived in an American uh, apartment complex, but, you know, everything else was in the German economy. So yeah. guitar lessons were, you know, had, we took it from a German guy. German folk songs is how I, what I learned. That doesn't go over really well anywhere. So. <laughs> um, I actually like them. I, uh, yeah. I do, yeah. So, um, it's a, that's where I started playing guitar. And then when we you know, came back, uh, came back stateside in 65, I heard the Beatles over in Germany when they were, you know, yeah. like older siblings. So they were interested in the Beatles. So we heard about them over there already. And when we came back here, it's like, yeah, we hear, you know, they heard about them. Big Beatles fan, and right. so it's like, oh yeah, and then the Stone, like you said, and then, then the other bands start, you know, Stones, and then Led Zeppelin I started getting in all of that. Uh, but I played woodwinds, nice. uh, and that seemed to be the you know direction I went. So I just love playing all of all of the woodwinds, um, and so uh, like I said, came up here in 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 seventy uh, one to go to school. Um, it was Shenandoah College and Shenandoah Conservatory of College Music. College and that. Conservatory yeah, of Music. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Two-year college and yeah. Yeah, the whole bit. Yeah. So uh, I never pursued a career in music education. Um, but that's where I met other musicians and started playing in bands nice. right out of college. And uh, because I played saxophone, there weren't very many sax players in bands then. So it was kind of an easy, oh, come on in. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I played keyboard, so I mean, my favorite setup, if I had an opportunity, would be playing horns. And I've been in bands where I played sax and flute and the keyboards and guitar, and saying I'm just happy as a pig in, in poop, as I say. <laughs> um, but I'm happy doing what we're doing. Um, and so, but again, fortunately, Ted is is very open-minded and creative and and what we do song-wise, so it's like, well, maybe we can play, find some more songs we can play flute in. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got an electric uh, wind instrument. It's called an iwi. It's a synthesizer that you play like you play a wind, woodwind instrument. Wow, that's So we do Welcome to the Machine, and I play the synthesizer part on that. So I have an opportunity to continue to play the woodwinds and play guitar, so you know, I kind of got that. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing a little bit of everything. Yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, um, I took a break for a while, too, to, you know, got to get serious about the career and raise yeah. a family. And, and then when our friend uh, Ron called, I hadn't touched the saxophone in about, you know, 30 years. Really? I okay. had to get, I had to send it off to the shop to get, you know, uh, tweaked and repaired in yeah. order for me to play it. Yeah. Got that going, and, and here we are. Haven't looked back. Never wow. Haven't back, so. Wow. Did you have... What sort of bands were you in after and around college? Like, were you doing rock? Was it what was it? Uh, we did. We did. I started off in a, a band called Gazinia. Um, Ralph Fortune is a local musician, yeah, and he, he was well. in that band, and uh, it was top forty um, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because I was playing sax, we were able to pick up some Springsteen tunes. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, I was in seventh heaven there playing playing music. <laughs> yeah. So. A lot of top 40. Uh, I was in a, a larger band out of Front Royal for a while. We did we did some of the disco funk music because it was a four-piece horn and you know, wow, two lead singers. Nice. Yeah. And, so, um, and then uh, pretty much uh, Southern Rock, top 40, uh, whatever was current. So Yeah, just what people a, were... A lot of different bands. Right. I, I can't remember how many bands I was in, like the first five years of my marriage. I mean, it was like, you know, the, the name kept changing. Sure. You know, some of the people would, but uh, <laughs> so played a lot. Uh, some of the some of the f most fun gigs were uh, where, because again, this town has a lot of good musicians. They sure do, yeah. Um, sometimes there'd be a throw-together band. And again, you know, Ralph Fortune would be saying, hey, I have a gig over here. This Saturday, are you available? I said sure, but all of us played the same songs pretty much in different bands. It was easy to put, you know, 
play the pool party and introduced each other at the pool party. And you know, some, somebody's wife came up and said, you may not want to do that because, you know, they think you're a, you know, set band, but, uh, wow. but we could do it. Yeah. Because, uh, and I just want to say, as far as musicians, I think that, um, I think Ted will agree that, uh, the folks in Pariah in, in 2014, I know that was probably one of the most talented group of really? musicians yeah. to, to ever play with. I mean, Ted, I keep telling him, he's a phenomenal guitarist. So is Ron. And we had, you know, Butch on bass and Gary on percussion. I mean, we've just... And Bain, yeah. Bain Shield and Bain on Shields keyboards. on keyboard. Yeah. It, phenomenal. Yeah. Group. And to be able to pull together a gig with limited number of rehearsals, long distance. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we all had our recording of the song. We all had our, you know, cheat sheet of who does what. Right. And practices in between... It was a great wow. gig, and you know, hats off to all the guys yeah. in the band. Rand, right. Randy Richards too Randy was, Richards, was uh, another guitar player that, that was with us too. Yeah. So yeah, it was a big band. Yeah, yeah. sounds like big, it though. Good there sound. Were, there were a lot of us up there. Yeah, yeah but it okay. was. It was everybody having fun. Yeah, Ted, would, was that in 2014? Was that the first band setting that you'd ever played in? Was it really? Yeah, yeah. Wow, it was. It had to be exciting then. Yeah, it was. It was. But you know. Like Ed said, there were a lot of us. I kind of hide back there between oh. Bane on keyboards and Butch on bass. I just kind of snuck in there between them. But no, it was a lot of fun. I, I learned a lot from these guys and uh, and continue continue to learn. But I remember asking Ron that afternoon, so you got any advice for a newbie, you know? <laughs> I forget what he said. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember? It, it wasn't very helpful. It was, but <laughs> Show up for practice. Yeah. And you said you you raised a family, maybe, maybe both of you had. Yeah. Did you did you pass? Does any of your children play? Did your wife play anything like that? Um, I've got three three kids, three okay. adult kids. Okay, gotcha. Okay. They're all married and everywhere doing their else. thing. Yep. Okay. Um, the one, our youngest son, actually is the one that uh, he also went to Shenandoah. Nice. Uh, he was a voice major. Uh, I can brag on him because it's easy, but he's a, a, a he's a very fine tenor. Okay. Uh, sang in in. He sang like the D.C. City Choir for a while in local churches. He's He and his wife are living in Chicago now. Um, he's working on his career and not so much the music. Sure, yeah. Yeah, he's, and, and he also, all three of my kids are very, very smart. They take after their mother. Um, but so I, could, I sat down with him, <laughs> sat down with him, and, you know, he wanted to play guitar. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll teach you three chords. And once you learn those, then you can play a few songs because there are a lot of songs with just three chords. Sure, yeah. So that's how we started off, and then because he's so bright, he he just you know wrote he just took off with that. Wow. Okay. Uh, learned a lot, uh, but he also plays a lot of the songs that I've been playing for you know forty years. So he knows a lot of classic rock songs, and right. sometimes when we get together, family gatherings, he'll sit down and we'll we'll play, and he'll he'll sing harmony along with me, play guitar. So. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he's, that's very cool. Pass that long. It, it it's going to be a quick plug here, folks, for Shenandoah University. But I've had the great fortune of playing with folks that went to school there too, and, and no knock on anybody else that I played music with. But it's not even close. Those folks that I played with from that school were so much better than my, myself or anybody that I've ever played with. That's an unbelievable wealth of talent over there. It mm-hmm. it really is. And if folks, if you, if you don't believe me. Just go to one of their shows. Just go see a, a jazz performance or go see some sort of choral de- performance or whatever you need to do. It'll blow you away. Yes. And, um, you know, it's a wealth of, of – there's some bands that come out of there that go out and play a little bit here in town. Uh, and if you have the good fortune to see them, you, you're going to be really impressed. I mean, yeah, young are. people young people that are, you know, profoundly talented Absolutely. over there. It's an unbelievable. Absolutely. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Great, great school. So you put did, Ted? Did you put together the set list? Are you the one that kind of putting it? How's that work with you guys? You yeah. all throwing ideas out? Yeah, we uh, when we started out, we we kind of jammed on some songs a little bit because yeah. we didn't have very many songs, so we'd stretch them out a little bit. <laughs> but we've we've gone way past that. Yeah, we uh, we kind of tailor the set list to where we're playing. Yeah, okay. That's what we try yeah. to do. If we think it's going to be maybe a younger crowd, we try to do. A little more ninety stuff, sure. But if it's going to be a real straight classic rock crowd, then we'll we'll pull back on the ninety stuff. But we've added so many songs in the last year and a half or so that we're we struggle to 
we want to play them all, (laughs) but we can't. So we have to leave stuff out. But, um, yeah. Um, but we try to, usually we try to change the set list up, uh, because it, it's, it's something different for us. Sure. Like we don't play the same thing every single time, especially if we're going back to the same place. Right. Right. Um, and even moving songs around on the set list, like we, there's one song, we, the last song we play every single gig, it's always that song. I think one exception, maybe. That's good, though. I like that. Um, and we do things like that with a few songs, but probably we usually do 30 to 33, 34 songs, and um, maybe 18, 20 of them are always there, but the others are always on a rotation. Right. Understood. Yeah. And then we last week in practice, we went through, we, we have an extras list, and we just went through it, some stuff we hadn't played in a while. Mm-hmm. In fact, we were playing at Piccadilly's weekend before last, and we, we kind of time our set lists because we want to get all these songs in, you know. I'm sure. like, we're five minutes ahead of schedule. Let's do something else. So we did uh, Almost Cut My Hair, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah, Hill. yeah. Hadn't played it in a while, but yeah. we, you know. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, folks, <laughs> so, folks enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We also sometimes, depending on what kind of crowd some places have, you know, some yeah. are more classic rock, some seem to be more 90s alternative. That might shift the set list sure. a little bit for sure. us, too, to see if we can incorporate more of one one kind of uh, one era than, than, than the other. You guys mentioned that you picked deep picks. You know stuff that maybe you don't hear all the time, which I think is brilliant because you know that that's just sort of a fun thing to do, especially as a musician. But now, when you come to the table with new ideas, is it is it stuff? How does that work? Is it something that you just believe that will work, or is it something that you have a that, you know I really like this song, I want to do it. What do you, what does it tend to lean more towards? I don't know. We're we're pretty flexible. I mean, uh, I, in what three or four or five years or whatever, I, I could probably count on one hand the number of songs that we've tried. That was like, you know, this just isn't working. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. Or sometimes we'll we'll do something that doesn't work and we'll put it away and then come back to it a couple months later and say, oh, mm-hmm. we'll do something different. Mm-hmm. It works out. But um, I don't know. Ed Ed has uh, he's worked up some recordings of some things that he's done and played them back. And it's like, yeah, we could do that. I mean, we're we're kind of on the right. same wavelength, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I I can't think of. Hardly any songs that either one of us is, and, and like uh, there's a, there's been a couple just in the last couple of weeks. I'm like Ed, look, I'm I'm learning this song just because I want to learn it. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it, we can do it. And if you don't, that's fine yeah. too. I mean, it's it, we're both pretty flexible about that. Wow. So and there there are sometimes we we don't do it often, but sometimes people have requested songs, and so we've worked on them. And uh, and if we hear them say, hey, we want to do you know, hey, do you all do such and such, and you know. Um, yeah, we've worked it up, and some of these uh, they may or may not be our favorite songs, right? But right, you know yeah. what? There are folks out there, and sometimes we've played songs, and they're out there dancing, and we're going, yeah. "Oh my god, oh, okay." <laughs> I, I, I heard the, the the raised on analog crew say the same thing last yeah. week in the podcast. It's like you know, it might not be a song that I'm gonna. I mean, you, we do Jimmy Buffett. We do everybody yeah. probably does Margaritaville. Great song. I don't really jam to it going down the highway you know sure yeah but i love playing it <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right it's, yeah it's great yeah, yeah. so you know. yeah it's kind of a cool feeling too when you're talking about requests of you know when, when you have a songbook of you know 30 40 50 songs 60 songs whatever it may be you know you get a lot of them people come up and say do you do this song you know i'm sorry we don't it's not one we worked up but when they hit one that you have well, it feels good though yes, <laughs> it's like, we, we can do that yeah we were playing at paladin i guess it was summer before last and uh, we played a couple Toad the Wet Sprocket songs, and there were some Toad heads there. Nice. And they said, hey, can you do Crazy Life? And we're like, yeah, we do that. We haven't played it in a while. And we pulled it off. They, they, would, they just thought yeah. that was Isn't amazing. That great? You yeah, know? That's such a good feeling. And most people don't know that song. It was on a movie soundtrack. and you know, But uh, that, w- that was cool. That was really cool. Very nice. <laughs> okay, the inevitable question. You guys doing any originals? Have you thought about it? You worked on that? Is that something that's in the back of the rack or something? I think I think uh, we have not worked on songs. We have not played any originals out. Understood. We have some. Um, we've really been busy on pulling together our set list okay. and you know playing the venues that we've played and uh, really focusing on that. Um, yeah, we've shared some songs as to hey, you know, here's a, a tune. I see that coming down the road because I think. Yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah, um, yeah. We'd like to do that. Um, and, you know, 
as we develop the following, that'll help because then you put our music out there, and maybe they'll they'll associate that with you know yeah who is, we are. So is that a shared effort where both of you are writing, or does one of you do it and the other one doesn't? It's in, individual, individual, individual. You know, okay, yeah, we each you know, and it's like oh, here's a song that I've you know that I wrote and yeah. you know, sort of recorded yeah. and give a listen to. But uh, yeah, we've not not yet right understood. Yeah, you're you're working on other things yeah. right now, but yeah, but you could do it. I, I know you could. Is it, is it songs, Ed, in your case, is it songs that you've had in your wallet for a long time, or is it stuff you put together recently? Yeah. I mean, some of the... I've, <laughs> I have a number of songs I've never finished. Okay. Um, there are a few songs that are complete, but they've been around for a long, long time. And, uh, and something I, I know that sometimes when folks have songs that they wrote years ago, it sounds like style from years ago and I'd be a little leery but that's where if we bring it out we could probably you know bring it to to current uh, uh, sound but uh, the songs that I've written um, I I wrote a song for my wife did you really after after well I I finished it last year and we're coming up on our 42nd year of marriage congratulations nice uh, so it took me a while but I did it Nice. Yeah, that's a feat. Not everybody can do that. I mean, really, haven't recorded it yet, and you know, haven't introduced it to Ted yet either. It's it's just, and it might. Yeah, you know, we'll see. And and I I, and I know that you know, as I as I read up on you know writing songs and so forth, um, you, you you hear folks say you need to finish the song. It may not be real good. You don't know that, but you need to finish it. Yeah, first thing you do. So. That's my yeah, that's good what advice. I'll work on, and, and I th- I really do think because um, you know I brag on Ted all the time too. He's he's such a fine guitarist. He's such a melodic when he plays lead. You know we do try to play leads that people are familiar with yeah, in yeah. the song. Well, you start off with that, and then you play your own. There th- thing we do Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's an arrangement that I did fifteen twenty years ago. Um, and he started, we, I just said, here's a recording I did. I put together an arrangement of Eleanor Rigby. And he listened to it. And he plays, I don't even know what effects you use. We like our effects boards. Like yeah, that. I don't blame you. That's and, cool. And tonight's going to be a little different because we've got no electronics here with us. So, Not to worry, um, folks. But, let me tell you. Uh, anyway, so. No effects to hide behind. No effects to hide behind. <laughs> but he doesn't hide behind this. But anyway, so here's a song that was already a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, Eleanor Rigby. Uh, but then he th- threw in this uh, this effects in the guitar, the solo that he plays in that, the lead work and, and the um, just the background is, I mean, I just listened to it and it's phenomenal. So right, right. I know that we can pull together and put together some good music. Ted, when you came in earlier, you, you kind of dropped it on me. I didn't realize, um, and, and I'm sort of embarrassed that I didn't, but you're primarily, as you mentioned, an electric guitar player. When yeah. you guys go out, you do most of your work on electric guitars, that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's a nice blend usually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We were doing it like we were did a little bit of Ventura Highway before as a sound check earlier. Um, I was playing electric on that for a lot of gigs, and then we did we did a gig at uh, Clark County Senior Center. Yeah, yeah. And we went all acoustic, and we did uh, we did Ventura Highway. And I'm like, you know, it sounds better on acoustic. Yeah, so, it's very cool. But yeah, most mostly electric. Yeah, yeah. You guys, we got a lot more to talk about, but is there any chance I could sort of uh, sweet talk you into maybe doing a song or two or three for us? I think we, we could do that. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, I'm going to have to give them a minute. We set our instruments over in the other room, so they're going to slip over and get those while I ad lib a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, they're going to they're going to entertain us with some cool music, man. That is for sure. And uh, I always look forward to our live acts right in here in the studio, man. They put together great. Great sounds. Last week we had raised on analog. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to their live set, boy, that was pretty impressive too. So make sure you do that. But the, they've got beautiful instruments. We're going to talk about their about their instruments when I get them back on air here as they're strapping on. Um, and they're going to talk about what they play because I know a lot of you folks out there enjoy that kind of stuff. They want to know what you guys are playing and doing. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them, they got them back in the studio here. Get them seated. And uh, I'm going to bring up the guitars here a little bit, too. I gotta get All right. We got Ed and Ted back here. They're all backed up, strapped up again, ready to go. 
Ted, do you want to you want to share what you want to do, or do you, you guys can uh, pick and roll with it, whatever you want to do. We're gonna start out with a Jethro Tull song. Uh, Sweet. Are you gonna stand on one leg and cross it with the other, Ed? By any chance? Those days are gone. <laughs> I have enough t- hard enough time staying on two legs. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. That's that's hilarious. Oh my gosh. But um, yeah. I mean, for prog rockers, man, Jethro Tull is one of the great acts of all time for sure. So. One of my favorite. Really, really looking forward to this. But folks, here they are. I'm going to step out of the way. Here's Barker and Schuster, everybody. They're going to do a little Jethro Tall for us. In the shuffling madness Schuster, everybody, man, how about that? That was rocking. I loved it so much. My goodness. Locomotor breath, everybody. Holy smokes, that was great. And I love the work on the flute. That just adds to it so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Ted, they're going to want to know, because I'm telling you, that guitar has got a great growl to it. I love that guitar. What? Tell everybody what you're playing there a little you bit. You know, it's a Takamini. I don't even know what the number series. It's a G series. It's not like a super expensive one. Understood, but wow, what but, a good, cool uh, yeah, sound it's got. I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> nice. Wow. Very, very nice, guys. My goodness. My goodness. 
Well, now we switched instruments again. Now we got Ed with a guitar, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna change it up. Ted, I'll let you tell everybody what we're gonna do. What do you think? I tell you what, man, I'm gonna stand up if it's okay. Hey, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. yeah you, you make all the changes there if you want to. Mike here, so sorry for the noise. You can either do it that way or raise it up at the gooseneck there, whatever you want to do. We're gonna make some changes here, folks. So we normally sit down, and uh, but I can get it. They want to stand up, and I understand that completely. So we're gonna take a minute here and get Ted comfortable. You know, you start jumping around. <laughs> He's going to do his Eddie Van Halen here. I think it's what's yeah. going to happen. One of the things we, we found out that we also work on is, like, there's only two of us, but we really want to develop the sound that we have and, and get a full sound, a yeah. different sound. Um, and we love our capos. Um, right now we're playing, you know, capo on the same fret, but sometimes we'll play songs where he's we're playing without capo on one guitar and capo on the other just produces a whole different sound sure, so yeah. uh, one thing again as we work on and playing music that's what we try to do that's so cool sometimes people look up at us and they're going somebody's going to be wrong because you've got a capo and you don't well it's, it's intentional just listen and yeah. some, sometimes we are wrong it's like oops <laughs> yeah that has happened it has happened oh my along with the wrong pedal on alright everybody we're going right. to hear another song here they go this is uh, called Fall Down. It's a toad song. Said I'm fine, I'm okay, cover up the trembling hands. It's indecision when you know you ain't got nothing left. Well, the good times never stay in the cheap blues, always seem to fade Parker and Schuster knocking out some Toad the Wet Sprocket. My gosh, that was great. And you're showing off the harmonies on that one. I like that there, Ed. That sounded great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, Ted, have you had the good fortune to be able to check Toad out live? <laughs> <laughs> Usually twice a year. Do you really? Okay, um, you're pretty loyal then. Good. Yeah, I met Glenn Phillips about 10 years ago after a show. Just ran into him walking around the crowd. And, Isn't that cool? And then I met the rest of the guys the next year and... 
always do the VIP thing and, and hang out with them, and it's 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 um, they're they're great guys, yeah, talented guys. It, it's so nice when you meet your sort of heroes, and they turn out to be so great yeah. and gracious and everything. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I don't want to interrupt too much. You guys got another one? You need feeling something else? Just four more? No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll do a whole oh, set. Yeah. yeah. We give them the right capo. We're going to do an eagle song. Oh, nice, nice. I'm, I'm always in the hot seat, folks. It's great to watch these guys work their magic. I'm going to let them go again. Here they are, Barker and Schuster. Yeah, you ready? Yeah. One, two, ready, go. I like the way sparkling. Cheers to everybody for the massive Eagles catalog. That's peaceful, easy feeling. What a great job recreating that song, guys. That was fabulous. And in my opinion, the single greatest campfire song ever written. It's just a great song to sit around the campfire and either listen to or play all the time. It's so cool. Man, what a great sound you guys have. Fabulous. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you guys love playing with each other so much. Hey, man, you guys get it done. It's like magic when you go on. Yeah. Yeah, right, it, it, it's it's. I'll tell you, it, it clicks. Uh, you can tell, and 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 we we're still good friends too after all these years. <laughs> That's saying well, something too, because uh, you know, Ted might say something different. But, uh, no, just kidding. I just whenever I hit a bad chord, I just look at Ed. <laughs> hey, what'd you do that for? <laughs> what was that? 
Yeah, it works. <laughs> maybe maybe it slipped by me, but honestly, I didn't even hardly notice you guys really kind of making eye contact or anything. You know each other well enough. You don't have to look at the other one, right? Am I reading that right? It's kind of weird to sit across from I each know, other in place. <laughs> yeah, we practice like we play. We you know, yeah. yeah, standing side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, facing out. So yeah, this was this was different. So I wow. closed my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that was great. I just uh, yeah, I'm so impressive, and you guys have such a deep catalog. Ted, how many songs are in that thing? You got a laminated copy there right there. I mean, that's great. <laughs> well, we got, I just brought you the three sets from our last Piccadilly gig, and then we, we keep a list on the back of the extras right. that, you know. What's a, what's a quick shout-out to some of the, the bands that you're covering? Um, you know, we do a lot of Tom Petty, America, Sister Hazel, Jackson Brown, Gin Blossoms. Foo Fighters. We Foo saw Fighters, America. Yeah. A couple of years ago, do uh, California Dreaming. Yeah, and we're like, man, we got to do that. So we, we do that a lot. You do their version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Prairie cool. League, Almond Brothers, Toad, Eagles, yeah, Pink um, Floyd, Pink Floyd. Yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. The Who. We thought, man, we got to do a Who song. Yeah. So we do my generation. Yeah, I was going to say that's a great one. Who does a stutter part? Do you do it? Nope. No you bad. know what? I got I got asked that question recently. I'm like, no, I don't. One of my college buddies said, "Did you do the stutter part?" I'm like, no. I, I thought that would be. Insensitive. In today's so, world, it's different. Yeah, I agree. World, yeah. it's but it, but yeah. it's hard to sing without doing that because it me- <laughs> messes you're, me you're up. You're trained you know? to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I've heard that way so many times. I don't know. What else do we do? We do, we do, Hendri- we do all along the Watchtower. Yeah. Um, okay. So that that song there, boy, I could talk about that song forever. That, to me, that's the single greatest cover song ever done. I agree. I agree. You know, Jimi Hendrix redid it and, you know, um, it, it, you know, I understand it's it, Robert Zimmerman's song. I get it, but uh, Bob Dylan said, you know, Jimmy, it's yours now. You know, and he did. Sometimes so. when we play it, I introduce it as uh, this is a Bob Dylan song, Jimi Hendrix version by Barker and Schuster, yeah, you know, you or something like that. It's like <laughs> our interpretation. The, the guitar solo in that from Jimmy though is one of those moments. Every time I hear it on the radio, I have to turn it up and I have to be quiet and listen to it. Oh, it's, it's awesome! It's so good. I yeah. just pick out parts of it, you know. I'm just. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I understand. But, but gosh, man. You just, if you go out to YouTube, to our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that's one of the, I think it's the most popular video we have out there, actually. That is we my just next question. Short clip. Yeah. So you guys are, you're able to be reached through social media on a lot of different levels. YouTube, of course, you yeah. can see you. Facebook to reach out to you. How else is that working for you guys? Facebook and uh, Instagram. Instagram and YouTube and and Facebook you can message us through Facebook so and uh, we hand out cards all the time and guitar picks so yeah I got some <laughs> folks I got yeah. some what's your schedule looking like uh, looking ahead how's it looking for twenty actually uh, if the snow cooperates we're playing at Paladin two uh, Friday night Friday night Friday night are yeah. you really yeah yeah fuss at them they haven't put their schedule up I usually have them on the menu they haven't had it up today so no. <laughs> so you guys are there at P two. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Friday night. We haven't played there in a while. We've been playing at Paladin and Stephen City right. a lot more. But uh, Jeff has booked us. Uh, we're we're at P2 uh, for three months, January, February, March, and then later in the year again. So. And P, P1 Man. several times. P1 a few times. But P- Piccadilly's and Paladin, have both Paladin, they, they've been great to us. Yeah. Um, You've been great to them. Well, we I, – I, we, you know, I, I want to mention we – when we got st- I get COVID messes me up. What did we do? Like a couple years ago, we played First Night Winchester, and it was the last time they ever did First Night Winchester. Right. But we got to play. Uh, we shared the stage with Tracy Weigel, yeah, um, who's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, and we did uh, alternating sets. Um, but uh, uh, through a friend who was on the board of First Night, who had heard us play. They got her foot in the door, and we got to play, and uh, it was awesome to share the stage with her and her, you know, alternating sets and stuff. Great opportunity for us, and we used that as kind of a springboard to say, "Hey, we did first night Winchester, yeah, with, with Tracy Weigel, you know, that didn't." <laughs> and uh, and Carol Massey booked us for like six six gigs at Piccadilly's right out of the shoot That's two great. years ago, and she she and, and the folks at Paladin have been great to us. So yeah, um, so, glad so that to that's been our kind of our bread and butter but as ed said we we'd really like to expand and yeah, get yeah. out there we're, we're playing at the uh twisted oak 
Brewery uh, in March. Okay. Twisted Oak Farm Brewery. It's a new brewery in White Post in okay. Clark County. Yeah. And uh, we went down and met with those folks. They're great folks, and uh, they're getting started, so we want to kind of be part of that. Yeah. So we're playing there uh, the last Febu- last weekend in February and the first weekend in March, yeah. two weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. So. But, yeah, we'd, we'd love to expand and play. There are a lot of great venues. Yeah, I was going to ask and, you about that. And so, and, and uh, I don't know if I said it before, but, the, you know, folks that have come heard us play, you know, say, hey, you'd be a great fit over, you know, they talk about, you know, West Oaks, and they play talk about Bear Chase. And yeah. We think we'd be a good fit, too. And Just so about anywhere, really, we'd, right? We'd, we'd really like to keep going and keep playing different my, places. My, co- my co-host, my partner, Ryan, one of the questions that he often asks is, is there a place – in particular, that you haven't done yet, but you're like, man, I'd like to get there. Is there what is that one? Or it could be a couple. I, I think that Twisted Oak yeah, would okay. be good for us. And uh, we, like I said, we've got people that come up to us and say, well. You mean West Oak? I mean, I'm sorry. Twi- West Oak. Twisted Oak, yeah. Jeez. Twi- I got two places. Yeah, lots of oaks. A couple of oaks here. <laughs> yeah, West Oak. And uh, people have asked us, you know, well, how come you guys aren't playing there? So we, we you know, we're not, we haven't yet. And Bear Chase, because uh, I've yeah. been there as a, as a patron. Yeah. You know, heard yeah. The, the variety of music and uh, actually have friends and family that live in, on that side yeah. of the mountain. It'd be kind of nice to... Both of those owners listen. Mm-hmm. Do they? Yeah. Oh, that's great. So well, I know I know Levi's listening right now. So I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely going to uh, gonna hear you music. And there's no reason why you can't well, fill a spot out there. I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, they're great places. We'd love to go out there and just yeah. Hang, yeah. hang out. But... Uh, and in Middletown at Wayside too. Yeah, so there we, you go. You know, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Can you? You guys would work almost anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I, I. You know what? Because there's just the two of us. It's one thing. You know, yeah. it's not like we're a full band. That sometimes you know it'd be a little bit difficult to accommodate. Um, and I. And again, I think that because of the music that we play, we probably would appeal to a, a, a wide variety of folks yeah. um, in in the area. So. We're here. We're available, and, and we love to play. We're, we're going to help get the word out, Ben. And, and we, we want make this and, happen. And we want people to feel good after they've heard us. Yeah, play, just have a good time. That's what it's all about. You know, we're we're retired. That so makes it nice, isn't it? We're you know we're not. We just again we love to play music. Is there a level of gigging that you want to stay at? Or are you guys looking to like gig your rear ends off, or do you want to keep it down to you know a couple no, weekends? No, no. Um, we, you know. We, we're just about at the level that we wanted to be at. Okay. Right. But that that said, I mean, we, we're very thankful and grateful that we've been able. We're booked out through December um, this year, off and on. Um, we're kind of open during the summer months. It's weird yeah, how that works out. We've got, I think we've got three times in the next few months where we're playing like four times in, in nine days. Um, but then I think the month of August is wide open, so it's right. just you know. Right. Um, but yeah, we're we we can certainly we want to add some more. Some more yeah. gigs this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I just want to mention too Macintosh Fruit Farm. My friends Bill and Lori Macintosh and Barry Bill, they've been great to us. We played there last year a couple times. We're booked there again this yeah. year, and um, we've gotten good, really good crowds. That there, is so. such a great place, yeah. and the nicest folks. Yes, they out are. There. They are the, absolutely the nicest folks out there. Man, oh man, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What did we? What did I miss? I should get ready to say we. What did I miss about we needed to get out there about Barker and Schuster? Is there? What did we miss? I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you um, missed anything. I yeah, think, we, you know, you gave us a chance to talk about ourselves. And, we want to do and, that, and, yeah. Uh, and we, learn about us. And, and especially and, how people can get a hold of you. That's what I want to make sure. More than well, um, yeah, I mean, through the, through the, uh, through the uh, our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and certainly can message us and, and if they like what they hear and they want us to come. You know, if if you got a private party, you know, again, size wise and the music that we play, yeah. we just we can yeah we can fit in a lot of different places. We so. have done a few private yes, private gigs, so we'll certainly be open yeah. to some yeah. of those. Someone suggested yeah. Apple Blossom would be good for us. So that'll be here before you know it. No kidding, I know. That'll be here before you know it. Yeah, for sure. Going. Lots sure. of downtown stuff. Yeah, yeah, for that time of the year. But boy, well, guys, I'm telling you, man, everybody got to hear it. I've heard it live up front. No one's going to be disappointed when they get you. Trust me, it's great. 
you are fabulous together, and it, you know. And plus, you can tell you enjoy the hell out of it, which is really cool yeah. too. So, and we hope you enjoy it tonight, and we hope you're feeling. Good. I'm feeling <laughs> real good, yeah, buddy. And, and he was kind enough to buy me a bottle of liquor say, too. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, did that help? It, it did. And I just been, I've been sipping, folks. I've been behaving, but it's really good. It's really good liquor. Thank you. So well, much for we heard you guys there. talking. We heard you talking with Raised on Analog last yeah. week about the bourbon. So we thought, yeah. well, you know. There we go. It would be cool to bring you well, some bourbon. Thank you, man. It's really great. And, uh, and I'll add it to my collection over there. And, and everybody comes in, always uh, kind of looks through it and picks a few out. So this one's going to be a good one and great to add to it. So thank you so much for that. Well, folks, we, we appreciate you joining us here for Barker & Schuster. Um, want to make sure that we give a shout out to Chris Gray, the man behind the scene. He always makes sure that we sound good and, and, uh, and, and makes everything on the show better for me. That's for sure. And I also want to give a shout out to Ryan Kobenhaver. We missed him tonight, Ryan, but we'll have you back next week and you can help me get through this show and make it a lot more smooth than it was with me at the helm. But anyway, folks, before we duck out of here, I got to make sure we get back to that question that we had at the beginning of the show. And once again, it was, what was the last Beatles song to hit number one on billboards top 100? And the answer to that question is, that's it. Ted. Long and winding road. The long and winding road. One hundred percent right. You got I almost it. Almost went with that. I had I to let it stew a little bit, and yeah. you finally got it. Yeah, <laughs> it was released May eleventh of nineteen seventy, and uh, hit number one shortly thereafter. So uh, that was the last one they did together that went number one. But kind of a cool question, and it's a great song. Obviously, uh, it was a little melancholy because I think that's how the Beatles felt. I think they were mm. exhausted. It was a long and winding route for them. Great song. And uh, it's a great song, and I think that's probably a little bit of a reflection about how they felt at the time. So so anyway, folks, there you are. A trivia question. I own no rights to it. If you want to use it in your backyard, please feel free to do that. <laughs> folks, we're going to get out of here. We appreciate you spending time with us once again. I want to, Before I go, I want to make sure you remember that I'm totally against you driving in the left lane and not passing anybody. If you haven't caught on to that yet. You're crazy because just get out of that lane and stop because you're killing me. And uh, until we meet again, everybody, peace.